What's going on, DFS Trash Talkers? I'm your girl, Nita Rodriguez, and you're tuning in for another week of NFL DFS picks for FanDuel and DraftKings. We're going to get it rolling early. Uh, We got a lot of games this week. I think like 12, 11, something like that. And as always, I'm just going to give you some picks that should potentially go off this week because they're facing... Uh, defenses that give up the most points to these positions so we're gonna kick it off uh, starting at quarterback and we're gonna kick it off with Kirk Cousins not a big Cousins fan but I had to learn not to be so biased when it comes to fantasy uh, sports or as the podfather says fantasy PTSD Because when someone does us wrong, we don't want to go back to them. We don't like to play. We talk mad shit, as always. And that's what DFS Trash Talk is for. It's for you to be comfortable enough to talk your shit. Regardless if it's good, bad. You know, as long as everybody's respectful, we're not always going to agree. But anyways, back to Kirk Cousins, okay? He's facing Atlanta, who gives up the most fantasy points to QBs. Um... Quarterbacks are averaging about 30 fantasy points uh, versus Atlanta because Atlanta's allowing uh, a 64% pass percentage. And they have allowed over 1,600 passing yards, which results in a 75% uh, passing touchdown rate. All right, so Kirk Cousins, you know, um, he obviously has the best matchup this week. Uh, He's projected as a QB 16 this week, which we all know that can change. Projections don't mean anything, especially uh, if the game turns into a shootout like this one could potentially do. Next, we have Daniel Jones. I think I mentioned Daniel Jones last week as well, but he's going against Washington and Washington's allowing the six months fantasy points to QBs at the time uh, through five weeks. Um, let's see. Al- I'm sorry. QBs are averaging about 22 fantasy points. And even though Washington's only given up 1,100 passing yards, which is the 17th uh, most in the NFL, which is middle of the pack, um, They still allow uh, a lot of points um, to the quarterback position, Um, which results in a 52% passing touchdown rate, which isn't really bad because it's like the ninth least in the NFL. Uh, But Washington suspect, you know, the first couple of weeks, I thought there was going to be a good defense, but I don't know because now they're, you know, giving up fantasy points to teams that they shouldn't be. Moving on, we have Matt Stafford versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville's allowing uh, QBs an average of 22 fantasy points. Um, Stafford is projected to be the seventh uh, QB seven of the week. Um, I don't know what his ownership is going to look like. It'll probably be a little high. Um, on the other side of that game, Minshew is projected projecting well as as well versus Detroit. So you could take a look on the other side of that game uh, for Minshew. Moving along, we have Ben Roethlisberger versus Cleveland. Cleveland's giving up the eighth most fantasy points to uh, quarterbacks. 
Uh, they're allowing the third most passing yards at 1,400, 68% passing touchdown rate. And we already know Ben Roethlisberger likes to sling the ball. Uh, Cleveland's allowing a 21.98 fantasy points per game to QBs. So I think Roethlisberger will be fine um, versus Cleveland. The last QB we're going to talk about is Matt Ryan versus Minnesota. Minnesota's giving up the 10th most fantasy points to QB. And allowing, um, I'm sorry, they're giving up the... Eighth most fantasy points to QB, averaging 20 fantasy points. And we all know Matt Ryan likes to throw. They also allow a 70% passing touchdown rate. And they've allowed 1,300 plus yards, which is the fourth most in the NFL, on a 66% passing. So, those are the quarterbacks that I really like this week. Um, Again, the Atlanta-Minnesota game could be a shootout, so take a look at the quarterbacks in that game. Um, Take a look at Gardner Minshew on the other side of Matthew Stafford because he is projecting well. And, uh, you know, I'll get into the stacks in a few, uh, but take advantage of the matchups this week because they're basically kind of the same as last week. Moving along, we're going to go on to running backs for PPR and half PPR. So David Montgomery is in a smash spot, you know, versus Carolina, cheat code. Um, They're giving up the most points on the, um, I'm sorry, they're giving up the most fantasy points to running backs. Uh, Carolina's allowing 667 rushing yards, which is the seventh most in the NFL. 59% rushing success. They allow a 57% rushing touchdown rate, and that's the most in the NFL. And they allow 36, well, they, uh, running backs average 36 fantasy points versus Carolina. So David Montgomery is in a prime spot to smash his tag. And every week I tell you guys, play running backs versus Carolina. Every week I have a play for you guys versus Carolina. And so does like every other DFS podcast out there. Next, we have Miles Gaskins versus New Jersey. I mean, he should be chalky. Um, It's New Jersey. And New Jersey's giving up the third most fantasy points. Um, Jets are allowing 30 fantasy points to running backs. That's the fourth most. Um, They allow 643 rushing yards. That's the 10th most. And they allow a 52% rushing touchdown rate. All right, let's move on from that. The next play I like is Derek Henry versus Houston. And every week I tell y'all to play a running back versus Houston because they're just giving up fantasy points. He should really eat just like Dalvin Cook ate. You know, so he should be able to pay off his price tag. Um, Houston is allowing... 802 rushing yards. That's the most in the NFL. 40% rushing touchdown rate. And uh, running backs are averaging 29.75 fantasy points. That's the fifth most. So I think Derrick Henry is a great play this week versus Houston. The next one, uh, next running back we're going to talk about is Madison versus ATL. 
he's gonna be super chalky he is super expensive like I've never seen a backup running back that was $7,200 before so I'm giving you this play because it's the right thing to do I am absolutely telling you you do not have to play this man because believe it or not ATL is a a little decent versus the run so unless he's gonna be catching passes out the bat um, I don't know if he's gonna be able to go off the way he may need to well we expect him to I don't know but in saying that Atlanta allows well has allowed 548 rushing yards which is only 16th in the NFL they only allow a 25% touchdown rate. So be careful in choosing him. But they're also allowing 29.50 fantasy points to running backs. And that's running backs who catch out the back. So if he's going to be catching passes, I can see him, you know, getting those points. But if he's not going to be getting passes then I'm not sure he's going to pay off that price tag. Um, Especially with Thielen and Jefferson and Irv on um, their tight end, which is Irv Smith. So I don't know how many passes Madison's going to get out the backfield. So be cautious with that play. The last and final runner back play I'm going to give you guys is Ronald Jones versus Green Bay. Again, cheat code. Green Bay is in this list every week. Um, They give up the second most fantasy points to running backs. And running backs average a 35.05 fantasy points versus Green Bay. Green Bay's only allowed 423 rushing yards, which is 25th in the NFL. A 41% touchdown rate, which is 11th. and But they allow the most rushing and red zone rushing in the NFL. And within the uh, 10 yards to the goal line. So you could take advantage of Ronald Jones. Um, and saying that, make sure to check if Leonard Fournette will be playing. If he will be playing... I'm not sure how much stock Ronald Jones will have. And that's what we have for uh, running backs this week. Moving on to wide receivers. Um, I'm going to just give you guys uh, a couple receiving corps or a single receiver. Um, If I give you a couple, that means they're just in a smash spot. So you can use either one. Um... It's good if you have a subscription for ownership because you might want to check ownership. That's the best way to leverage the field. So the first wide receiver court we have is Juju Smith-Schuster and Claypool. Uh, Again, they're going against Cleveland, and Cleveland's giving up a lot of passing yards, about the second most. Wide receivers are averaging 46.86 receiving yards um, versus Cleveland. So... Take advantage of people will probably chase Claypool, but I think Juju Smith-Schuster has the best matchup. The second wide receiver court we have is Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. 
um, they will be facing Minnesota. Again, that game can turn into a shootout just being because Minnesota's trash in their secondary too. Um, wide receivers are averaging 43.80 fantasy points, and that's the fifth most in the NFL. The third wide receiver corp, well, not wide receiver corp, but wide receiver to look at is Marquise Brown uh, versus Philly. Um, wide receivers are averaging about 43.14 points, which is the sixth most in the NFL versus, uh, yeah, versus Philly. So take advantage of Philly's horrible secondary um, and their injuries. Philly is very injured, so I don't I don't see them doing well this week. But this game too um, could go the Ravens' way. It probably will go the Ravens' way, but the Ravens should take advantage of Philly's injuries and their secondary. The next receiving corp is Adam Thielen and Mr. Jefferson versus Atlanta. Again, the other side of that game should be a shootout. The last time it was supposed to be a shootout between the Bears and Atlanta, Trubisky let us down and then Bowles came in and took over and did did the damn thing. And we ended up, our receivers ended up getting points. Took an L on Trubisky though. So let's hope that Kirk Cousins don't do Kirk Cousins shit and we get to actually eat this time. All right. Wide receivers are also averaging 42.18 points versus Atlanta, which is the sixth most in the NFL. The last receiving court I'm going to talk about is McLaurin and Enman on Washington versus the Giants. The Giants' problem is their their secondary. They're decent against the run, but their secondary is suspect. They give up the seventh most fantasy points. And wide receivers are averaging 39.45 fantasy points. So, in saying that, McLaurin and Edmonds quarterback, which is Kyle Allen, he's only averaging 13 pass attempts so far, which is not good. So I don't know how much stock to put into that last wide receiver court, but because of what the numbers say, it's my job to give y'all uh, the, the correct information. So that's what I'm doing. And that's all I have for wide receivers. Yes, there's other games that I feel could potentially have a shootout, like the Green Bay, Tampa, um, yeah, Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. That game has shootout potential. Even though I did not mention it, you should still take a look at that game. All right, we're going to move on to some tight ends uh, that have some potential this week. The first one being Irv Smith versus Atlanta. Atlanta's given up the second most fantasy points, and tight ends are averaging 22.63 fantasy points per game. So Irv Smith, you know, as I said, if Kirk Cousins doesn't do Kirk Cousins' thing, he actually decides to play. Irv Smith, I think, is like 2,500 on DraftKings. Stupid cheap. So take take a look at that. The second tight end we're going to talk about is Mark Andrews. He's going against Philly. Again, Philly's appearing on this for the third week in the row, uh, being that they're giving up the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends at the I'm sorry, tight ends are averaging about 
82 points uh, versus Philly. So because Mark Andrews literally probably gets a touchdown every week from Lamar Jackson, um, he's a little expensive, but he should be able to take advantage of Philly's secondary, especially since they're so banged up. The next tight end we're going to talk about is Evan Ingram. He's given up the fifth, I'm sorry, versus Washington, who's given up the fifth most fantasy points uh, to tight ends. Uh, tight ends are averaging about 18.22 fantasy points per game. And I did mention Daniel Jones, so I think you can pair him with Daniel Jones and take advantage of uh, Washington's weak spot. On the other side of that game, we come to the next tight end, Eric Ebron. Cleveland gives up the six most fantasy points where tight ends are averaging about 17.56 points per game. And Ebron's target share has kicked up. So I I think he has, again, he was a pick last week. He's going to, we're going to go back to the well and pick him again. He has a great uh, match. And again, you compare him with Roethlisberger, stack him with Juju. Um, It doesn't matter. Take advantage of the points that Cleveland is giving up. And the last uh, tight end we're going to mention is Hawkinson. Jacksonville's given up the eighth most fantasy points to tight ends. And tight ends are averaging about 16.24 points versus Jacksonville. And when matchups arise, um, Matt Stafford will throw the ball. Um, Honestly, I just really hate the Detroit-Jacksonville game, but it's a shootout potential game, so take advantage of it as well. All right, and that's all we have for tight ends. Moving on uh, to defense. There's only two defenses I like, Miami or actually three, Miami. And you can pick from the Giants or Washington because both of them teams are just trash. However, be careful with that. Um because I feel like Giants have the best advantage being that they're playing at home. Um, And Washington has to come to their house to see them. But the best defense of the week should be Miami. They should be the chop. And you can stack Miami with Gaskins and call it a day. They're playing the Jets, man. The Jets. So take advantage of situational matchups. Okay? They'll probably be high on, but sometimes you might have to eat that unless you're going to play somebody like... A pivot would be Tampa Bay. Just because Tampa Bay's defense is really good. You could you could like probably think Aaron Rodgers could have a bad game. But it's Aaron Rodgers, so you never know. However, Tampa Bay is good in, versus the pass and the run. Um, so, you, you just never know, but... My my choice is Miami. And that's all I have for y'all this week. Um, I hope these plays work out for you. Um, if I didn't mention a play or a team or a game, feel free to hit me up, ask questions. I do not mind. Uh, you can reach us at DFS Trash Talk on Twitter or my personal Twitter is at Nita's World underscore. 
You can also reach DFS Trash Talks pages on IG and Facebook. Always look out for the free plays. We'll have a free play next week because I said I wanted to wait six weeks before we do uh, some free plays. Um, because the injuries are just crazy right now. But not having preseason really fucks shit up. So let's just take advantage and, and see what what happens this week. And then after this week, we'll get some, some free plays going for you guys. So thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate all the love. Um, I'm your girl, Nita Rodriguez. And this is DFS Trash Talk. And we out. <laughs>